Welcome to Leadership Moments. In every great leader's life, there are pivotal moments that shape their character, test their resilience, and awaken their vision. Together, we'll uncover the invaluable lessons hidden within these transformative moments. Today, I want to talk about the power that self-doubt has on us and how to work through it. The more common term used today for this is imposter syndrome. You may also hear it referenced as the imposter phenomenon. This is a feeling where you are worried or believe that you are going to be found out as a fake, that you are not good enough, know enough, or can't do what others think you can. In essence, you may believe you are a phony and you are just waiting for others to figure it out. Some of you may think, what does this have to do with leadership? Well, as leaders, we always push ourselves to be high achievers and measure our success. And when you do this, it has been proven to increase the odds of feeling self-doubt. We will also look at famous high achievers who talk about their own self-doubt. Now, self-doubt research goes back to 1978. Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Imes identified their research as the imposter phenomenon in high-achieving women. They found a correlation with women who had notable, unquestionable achievements but still often feeling self-doubt as a fake. Now, some of you may believe that only women feel this way. This was proven not to be the case with research performed by Kevin Coakley, an American researcher and professor in psychology at the University of Michigan. His research found that gender or ethnic background is not a factor in feeling this. And over the last few weeks, I have personally heard many leaders willingly offer on how they have their own self-doubt, and all of them were male with different cultural backgrounds. Kevin identified that the more stressful and competitive your environment is, the more you will likely have these feelings. This is not typically because others are outwardly being competitive with you or around you, but that there's constant small reminders around you. For example, as a leader, you might be seeing others get promotions or be chosen to lead a project over you or achieve degrees or certifications that you haven't. His research has identified how depression and anxiety are elevated in people who have eminent self-doubt. Now, with that said, there's also a belief that some self-doubt can be healthy. Yes, I know some of you may be thinking, well, which one is it? Having self-doubt or not having self-doubt? Well, think of it like exercise. Some exercise is good for you, but too much exercise can damage your body or even your sleep cycle. Not enough sleep and you can't focus. However, too much sleep and you may even feel more lethargic than a night with little sleep. There is a healthy balance for all of this, including self-doubt. I'll talk about that more in a minute. Let's talk about some famous, accomplished people who have admitted to having self-doubt. John Steinbeck, a Pulitzer Prize winner, the author of The Grapes of Wrath, wrote once, I am not a writer. I've been fooling myself and other people. Leonardo da Vinci most famous for his art of the Mona Lisa and the Last Supper, wrote in one of his diaries, tell me if I ever did a thing. 
Howard Schultz, former chairman and CEO of Starbucks and former owner of the Seattle Supersonics basketball team, also has written multiple books. He said, very few people, whether you've been in that job before or not, get into the seat and believe today that they are not qualified to be the CEO. They're not going to tell you that, but it's true. Maya Angelou, a civil rights activist, author, poet, singer, and Nobel laureate, said the following, I have written 11 books, but each time I think, "Uh uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've run a game on everybody, and they're going to find me out. I could go on and on with so many examples of famous individuals. The point is, it is more common to have feelings of self-doubt than to not. Let me say that again. It is more common to have feelings of self-doubt than to not have them. You are not alone, is my point. What is important is how to leverage it in a healthy way. Now, when we think of great leaders, we think of humility and appreciation are some of those characteristics that make them that way. Then when you have feelings of self-doubt, it forces you to have humility and appreciate the things you do have. This is where greatness may be fueled by self-doubt. Now, on the opposite spectrum, You can be a great leader who falls from greatness fast if you don't have any self-doubt, which may also be thought of as someone who is arrogant, egotistical, or ignorant. Let me give you some examples of that. In 1957, the Ford Etzel car. This car is known as one of Ford's biggest failures, if not the biggest, still today. Everyone knows that before and during you do a product build, you do your research. And you get consumer feedback. Well, Ford actually did this, but then they chose to ignore the data because they believed they knew what was best for this car and how they built it. They also marketed the car for up to one year prior to release, making promises that they could not obtain when actually were going into production. The Etzel ended up being in production for less than two years and cost Ford at least $350 million which equates to just under $3.5 billion in today's dollars. Another example, the Sony Betamax. It was released in 1975. Now, this technology made it to the market two years before VHS did. That was plenty of time for it to saturate the consumer market. It was admittedly a better technology than VHS ever was. And Sony made assumptions about what consumers wanted in the features. They also assumed that consumers would be willing to pay more because the technology was known to be better. And eventually resulting in its failure and VHS winning. Betamax went from 100% market share in 1975 to 7.5% a decade later. This is what having no self-doubt can do to you and to a company. When you are so sure of yourself, you don't listen or watch for the signs of how to be better. When you have self-doubt, your hesitation can empower you and leverage what you are hearing and seeing so you can be better and do better. The trick is leveraging it to empower you and not hinder you. 
Don't let it stop you from doing anything. Let it give you the strength to push through these feelings and do it anyway. Now, you can take steps to minimize these feelings and help you power through. If you are fortunate enough to have publications or formal awards, then Google yourself to remind yourself of these publications and how others view you. Now, for the majority of great leaders listening out there, you may not have these publications or awards to search for publicly. You can still accomplish this in another way. For example, keep a journal of your accomplishments. Write in it daily or at least weekly. What made you feel good? What went well? What did you set out to do and achieve? Write about it. And then revisit that journal often. Remind yourself that you are worthy. Over time, we tend to minimize our accomplishments. So by writing them down and revisiting them, it will help you remember you have done great things and you can keep doing great things. The reality is we are our own worst critic. For example, when you have feelings of self-doubt, you are most likely saying things to yourself about yourself that you would never even say to someone else if you were doubting them the same way you were doubting yourself. Flip the script. What would you say to others that you could be saying to yourself? I want to end on how we can help minimize this feeling with others. When we go overboard with encouragement for others, we may be part of the problem. For example, if you are constantly telling someone how intelligent or special they are, while also not combining it with how imperfections are expected, you can risk others feeling doubt because they believe they must hold this high standard you have for them 100% of the time. The best thing you can do is encourage others while being honest about your own mistakes. As a leader, you can show your vulnerability so others know you can fail, make mistakes, and still succeed. You've succeeded. Remember that. Even as a parent, you can do this with your children. First, understand yourself and then help others understand that failure is part of the process. Help them continue to feel connected with their peers, which also helps reduce feelings of self-doubt. If people feel like an outlier, it can increase self-doubt. So keep that connection with the team, between the team. The actual words you use when encouraging others also matters. For example, if you take an athlete and you talk about how great they are at the sport, but never about their intelligence as a human, they may have self-doubt about things outside of the sport that they play. You need to combine that. So I hope by now you can see that self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or imposter phenomenon is not a disease or an issue. If we balance it in a healthy way and leverage it to empower us, use it as a driver of motivation. If you want to be great at anything, it is common to have these feelings. Managing it and maintaining a healthy level of self-doubt will keep you humble, appreciative, and working toward your goals. I always tell people, if you just show up, great things will happen. So take that first step and help others do the same. 
I hope you enjoyed this topic. And please keep the conversation going by reaching out to me on Instagram at StacyCaster underscore. And that concludes another episode of Leadership Moments. We hope you found inspiration and valuable insights in what we shared today. Remember, leadership is not defined solely by titles or positions, but by the choices we make and the moments that shape us. Embrace the challenges that come your way. They may be the very moments that propel you toward greatness. We'd love to hear your thoughts and stories as well. Connect with us on our website at leadershipmomentspodcast.com or through social media on Instagram at tap underscore be the game changer. And Stacey Caster underscore. Remember, your leadership moment could be just around the corner waiting for you to seize it. This is Stacey Caster, and what doesn't challenge you won't change you. This is Tracy Ann Palmer, and be the change you wish to see in the world.